to the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza. It's episode 93, Noventa y Trace, for all my Spanish home slices out there. Um, and yeah, the, se- the season's over, man. Ding dong, the season's dead, finally. It's been shit. Ding dong. Finally <laughs> gone. Yeah, okay. So we're getting... We're, we're happy for the first time in ages because, you know, we, we have a little break from this abusive club. <laughs> no, but um, we're going to talk about Brighton, final game of the season, obviously, and we're just going to talk about the overall season as well. We're going to do something pretty edgy here as well. This is going to be like a two-part kind of thing because, like you all know, all we do is copy Arsecast. So why not take it all the way, baby? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, that was a pretty long-winded monologue. Let's put the spotlight over. Shout out Spotlight. Shout out Extra Cannon Podcast. Let's put the spotlight over to the two usual suspects. Starting off with the bumptious Brighton boy, Alfie Coleshaw in the cut. Alfie, what's up? What are you saying, lads? Uh, yeah, it feels like it's been a while. I think it's been two weeks uh, since we recorded. I think the last one was the Chelsea game. And yeah, thank fuck it's over. Um, the season over, season ending actually had a direct correlation um, to me contracting a cold. Quite a bad one. Woke up today feeling pretty atrocious. Um, literally. Went to London on Sunday to watch the game. Obviously, didn't go to the game, but like saw the protest. Uh, then went to the Tollington, shout out to Tollington, uh, nearby. Great atmosphere in the pub. Fans chanting and shit, missed it. Uh, and then on Monday, I woke up with a cold. Uh, so the pain, despite the season ending and the pain in, in that sense ending, the pain goes on, unfortunately. I imagine I'll like break my leg when this when this cold <laughs> ends or something. And I'll have pain right until, uh, until Arsenal can give me pain again. In yeah. That's, your, your life just always has to be miserable. Right? Yeah. That's, uh, so that's basically what I'm, that's what I'm collecting from you. Well, I think that illness, Alfie, might just be the misery that is Arsenal just kind of like leaving your body, you know? Oh, and it's, it was like, yeah. You it was, just need it to was get really, a off. For ages, yeah, you know, I was sort of holding my my body, my immune system together, and like this is the outpouring. Yeah. Yeah. Just need to get it all out of the system. Yeah. Speaking of sick, the host of the ever sick show, the Extra Cannon Podcast, the man with the versatile name, Rob uh, Ber- Bertha, the man that I so like to call. Oh, oh, what's the name he's going to say this week? What's the name he's going to say this week? The GOAT, the returner, the returning writer. That's oh. his name. The GOAT, the returner, the returning writer. Rob Worthington. Rawback. Yeah. Rawback. There we go. How are you doing, Bert? That is the hashtag. Yeah. Everyone's using it. Um, but um, it's yeah. trending on Twitter right now. Exactly. It's huge. Like the whole, in, it, it's like a, pretty much a new signing for, for yeah. It, that, that's that's what the reaction on Twitter is akin to, but um, yes, I am pretty good. Um, unlike Alfie, uh, the ending of Arsenal season did not end with uh, correlate to illness with me. It actually, correlated to my exams ending. Get the fuck in. Um, so yeah, I've had a few drunken nights, and this is this is my first one off. <laughs> my brother uh, since uh, since. <laughs> My exam's finished, uh, but I'll probably be back again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
I think we said on one of the previous episodes, alcohol is just as important for um, succeeding in school as is studying. So yeah. don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen listening. Yeah. Um, don't forget. Shout out substance abuse. Anyway, um, let's get into let's get into the 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 last one of the season, boys. There were some fans in there too, so that was awesome. Two uh, 0 to Brighton. You know the pressure was tremendous coming in. Um, no, actually, in reality, I wanted to finish above Tottenham, and I'm sure you guys feel the same. We'll get into that. But um, Alfie, how good was it to see some of the um, some of the supporters back in the stands? Oh, it was beautiful. And uh, as I said, as I alluded to uh, in my little opening intro bit, I was lucky enough to sort of experience the match day atmosphere again, which is something I've really missed. Although we've had, you know, the celebrations after the FA Cup final outside the Emirates, the protest a few weeks ago um like the experience of actual actually going to the match day you know getting on the train having holloway road closed and having to go through yeah. a train independence day celebrations to get to the to the stadium it was fucking yeah. mental um like cars everywhere the, the traffic just wouldn't move so we had to get off the bus anyway uh just being able to experience that match day experience uh was was very nice uh, seeing the fans flood in. Obviously, didn't get to go to the stadium, but I sort of got to experience it anyway because I was at the pub, people chanting, um, great atmosphere, particularly when it looked like it was going our way in terms of Spurs finishing below us. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it was very nice to see you know fans back in stadiums um, seem to have ignited a spark in uh, Thomas Partey shooting. Um, we saw like his best two shots of the season. Finally, uh, <laughs> that was the missing ingredient. Shot. It was, uh, you know, it sort of gave him the momentum to actually shoot not <laughs> five million miles over the bar. Yeah. But so yeah, you see, the nice thing is, the he, he's, well. he's such a nice guy that he um, he doesn't want to like hit a fan with his oh, shot. So he had to yeah, make sure true. that they were at least oh, like yeah. re- remotely close to the yeah. goal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it was very it was nice. indeed, it was and beautiful. you know even just watching it on the you know on the TV from across the pond, I mean it was you could just tell. I mean I, I know I've said this before, mm. but my my golly, I mean you can tell how much better real crowd noise is than that fake bullshit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's so nice to hear fans in sync with the action that's going on on the pitch. You know, it's not like. Pepe scores a world-class goal mm. and then there's like, you know, a three-hour delay and then it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's just actually, it's all, mm. it was amazing. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's authentic. It's, yeah. it's actually happening. It's real emotion being showed by people in the stadium. You know, it just, kind of reminds me of yeah. like, you know, like uh, yeah. a laugh track. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so shit. I hate things <laughs> with a laugh track. Shout out, friends. Um <laughs> It's just like this is fake. Like I want to laugh myself, and this would this it felt like, you know, we'd switched off friends and we turned on the office. You get me? An actual yeah. love show. Nice analogy. Well done. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. And Rob, do you think just just on that kind of note of the fans, do you think it, um, do you think it helped the help the players out? Do you think it, that that kind of contributed to us getting a, a good result under the day? I think maybe in both games that we played last week, even Palace away, I think it it could have helped that fans were there. I mean, I know Kieran Tierney would have been extra motivated by the stick he was 
receiving by the the South London Faithful at Palace. Um, and then, uh, yeah, on it was just so great to see people back in the stadium. And it's the simple things of the the groan from a misplaced pass and the you know the the customary clap when a defender passes the ball back to the goalkeeper. That that's that's what that's what we've missed. Um, the shoot! Yeah, Every time anyone's about. 50 yards from goal <laughs> yeah i mean it really does open your eyes to how bad fake noise is but um it's also uh it's just so so fantastic to say that hopefully we have now seen the back of that alfie i mean i know that for you it was probably a um it was a bittersweet victory because you know you love as everyone well knows you love your xg and let's have it right mm. Brighten our XG merchants, um, and yeah. you know, I, I. So I guess, I guess my question to you is, did it kind of, did it hurt? Did it kind of feel like you know you were putting down your old, reliable animal, you know, to to see Brighton be beaten like that? I mean, because you know you love your XG, but it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter when you got Nicolas Pepe, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, no, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, Brighton is also <laughs> Brighton, Brighton's also as as you know, the bumptious Brighton boys. It's right. technically my current local club. It's not the local club from where I've been born and brought up, but it's my local club from where I live at the moment. So I do have a little bit of. I know people hate them because of you know that result and the way they won last year, um, when Neil mm. Mope sort of produces antics, but. Um, I do have a bit of a soft spot for them. I think I love the way Brian Potter plays. Their metrics are pretty sexy at times. Um, they have some very nice players. Basuma, Lamptey, you know, big fans mm-hmm. of them. Um, Dunk, big up Dunk. Uh, but no, no. I mean, we were the better team in this game and we did come out on... Uh, uh, we did come out on top on XG. I think it was 0.7 to 0.2, something like that. So not the greatest game, no. but... Um, you know, we, we were pretty in control. I can't remember a single chance they had in the entire game. Um, not that we created a load, but we had quite a few long shots. And it was just a very calm, controlled performance um, and lit up by some very good individual performances and two excellently taken goals, I think. Yeah, and it was they were, they were goals scored by a guy that could really use them. Um, we've criticised him a lot in the past that we're going to get into Pepe here in a second. Alfie, all I imagine when, you know, I see you kind of like celebrating um, the goal scored to Brighton, you know how like the players against their former teams or whatever, like put both their hands up and are like, I'm not going to celebrate. I'm not gonna, I, I kind of like imagine you doing that, you know, or are you the type that would like run to them and just egg them on, shushing them, knowing you have to go back to Brighton that very night? Uh, I think it depends, depends on, you know, how I've been treated by the club. Uh, yeah, maybe the reception um, of the fans when you're in the stadium. Yeah. Mm. If they were like, like clapped me or something when I went out to warm up, then I'd probably, you know, be respectful. There you go. Um, I always like had some like fantasy as a dream as a kid. This could, It's not sexual, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where... Uh, fuck That's it, what no, you say now. I should say that. Uh, <laughs> no. Where I was like, I basically like dreamed my career. You know what I'm saying? Not like like I was asleep and I was dreaming. I was like thinking about my career. Yeah. And I went on loan. Obviously, I came through the Arsenal Academy. Of course. I went on loan to Stoke. <laughs> and I was like their best player. It was Tony Pulis' Stoke. 
Oh, I God. played shite football. When I was like the flair player, I was so good for them. <laughs> and then they, uh, they like, t- Tony Pulis chat shit. And then I came out on an interview saying Stoke fucking dead club. Oh. I, 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 I ended my loan spell abruptly. <laughs> came out on an interview saying Stoke fucking rugby club, shit club. I hope they get relegated and shit. Dang. Uh, and then final day of the season, I'm back at Arsenal because I've been recalled. Um, I come off the bench. It's nil-nil. Uh, and I score in the 90th minute to win Arsenal the title. This is at the Britannia. To win oh. Arsenal the title. And to send send Stoke down, oh, and I went. I remember, this. I celebrated in front of the Stoke fans, uh, and like wow. was like doing knee slides and shit, and then just like absolutely wow. milking it. Wow, you! So that's I can a, see myself going both ways. You say you say you say that's not a sexual fantasy. That is extremely erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I I despise Stoke, Alfie. I really, you know, I know you're knocking on an age a bit. Maybe it's a little too late for you to become a professional, but my goodness. I would really love that to somehow come to fruition because that's a great story you made up in your head. I thought only I did stuff like that. <laughs> no, you made me feel a lot more weird. You. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, weird you. Weird, weird guy. Weird tenure at Arsenal so far, Rob. Horrible transition, but we move. Um, <laughs> Pepe. Yeah. He's, he's you know, what, what do you think, Rob? He's starting to kind of... Uh, come into his own a little bit. I mean, those are just on the goals. Um, I, I want to get through this Brighton bit quick because, uh, you know, who cares, really? I want to talk about the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but one really, 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 really bright um, part of that match was the two fantastic goals that Pepe scored. And are you confident uh, with regards to him going into the future? I mean, to me personally, it looks like he's he's finally kind of kind of woken up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been coming uh, throughout the the second half of the season. Really, I, I think at times he just looks a much better player. He, he, he what well, the thing is about Pepe is that he is a he's a confidence player. When when he when he is at his best is when he, you know, is playing with a bit of swagger. And I'm not going to say that Pepe was, and this is what I'm slowly beginning to realize about Pepe. It's Pepe is not a player who's going to cause opposition problems throughout the 90. In fact, there's going to be times in the match where he's doing quite the opposite and he's not really helping the cause for the team because, you know, he can't beat his opposite left back, for example, and giving the giving the ball away, sloppy passes, etc. But what Pepe does do is he, he has moments in every single game. He gets opportunities. Um and you know he, he's finished the season as our highest goal con- contributor. So, you know, fair play to him. Uh, I hope that g- g- going into next season he can he can carry on that form. And yeah, I, I don't see why not. It's it's important that he now pushes on. I, I bet he probably feels like he's a bit gutted that the season is ending when it is. Yeah, and I, I think, think pe- yeah, just on, on that. Sorry. Yeah, I think that's quite an interesting point about Pepe and sort of his inconsistency throughout matches, but his ability to sort of produce very good moments. It reminds me a bit, and this is going to be not the nicest of comparisons for certain people to hear, or Pepe himself, I'm sure he's listening. Um, (laughs) It it reminds me sort of of Arshavin. Arshavin sort of, he used to sort of float through games. 
I think in a slightly different way, like Arsh Avenue used to just have very little effect on certain games, but then produce a brilliant moment. Pepe will have sort of get the ball quite a lot and not let it stick and, and, and do the things you were saying there. Arsh Avenue will sort of float through games, do very little, and then he'd produce like a moment, brilliant bit of skill, a brilliant assist, or create a great chance, score a great goal. So he's a similar player to Arshavin in that sense. And yeah, I think he can really kick on next season. We said this at the start of last season, sorry, at the end of last season, but then I think the caveat to that was that we then went and signed William and he yeah. lost a lot of his minutes. Um, I don't I think mean, we'll be doing something like that this season. Shout out my piece uh, at the start. One of the what ifs was going to be what if uh, Mikel Arteta gave... Pepe the minutes that he gave Willian at the start of the season like could that have had a I didn't end up putting that one in because I, I don't actually know how effective that would have been and you know recency bias is probably clouding our judgment a little bit just given the good form that Pepe is in um, yeah but at the same time he's 10 times the player Willian is so um, yeah it, it really good going into next season, but Mikel Arteta has to show that he's perhaps learned from his mistake in that regard. And, in, you know, Pepe has to hold on to that shirt going into the start of next season. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I really like what Alfie was saying there. And I just think Pepe, you know, adds this... It, we have a really rigid system under Arteta, which I think is a good thing, by the way, because mm. it wasn't rigid at all under Emery. Um, and kind of bringing Pepe on um, just adds some chaos to it, you know? And yeah. I think that could be really big going into close. And yeah, I mean, maybe it is harsh to compare him to, to our Shavin, but I mean, it's, I think it's kind of fair, you know? I mean, to, to be honest, he, it, I think it's kind of fair. He's a really exciting player to watch. Even, you know, even when Pepe's playing bad and he's frustrating the life out of you, he's still fun to watch, you know, mm. because he's so like, what is this guy going to do? And, you know, even when he, you know, trickles past two or three defenders, it's like, why does it look like he did that in slow motion? You know, like, I don't know how to describe it. He, he looks like, um, I think, I think Andrew Varsblog called him Bambi on ice. And that's just so... Mm. So accurate. That's the way he looks when he runs, but it's it's awesome to watch. Um, and yeah, like you were saying, Rob, I think Arteta has to learn from his mistakes. And I want to see him playing more um, next season because I think game time, and I know for a fact, by the way, I've said this before, I think game time, game time is the key for him. And then in that way, I think we'll see him kind of uh, maybe not completely fill, you know, the big boots that we wanted him to, but become a really useful asset going into the future. And I think that's all we can hope for, really. Yeah. Facts. Uh, I was going to say, um, I'm sure we'll get into it as well uh, in part two, but I thought Martin Odegaard was very good oh, in this game. Oh, wow. I think. And uh, um, I'm sure we'll get into a wider conversation about him and potentially bringing him back, but I thought he was he was excellent. Um, that that pass to Pepe for the second goal. Yeah, was, it was, was sexy. It was a nice movement away from the defender as well. I think mm -hmm. Partey and Shackle were both excellent as well. I'm sure maybe there's a good discussion for them in the part two. I just want to see where you guys stand on sort of the outcome of this game. How far on the spectrum are you? Sort of, I'm pissed off. We didn't finish above Spurs, uh, but happy we finished. Like, what, what, how how pissed off are you? If you know what I mean, like, are um, you not that pissed off because we avoided. Super League, or you like um, Conference really League? Really you mean to finish a hot above Spurs, even if it came at the expense of being in that shit competition? 
Yeah, I mean, for me, um, what the weekend was was sort of realistic perfection. I mean, those that listened to the Extra Cannon podcast the other day, you know, we were all in agreement that we didn't want Arsenal in uh, the Europa Conference League, and we're not, which is great. Um, but the only other thing I, I would have perhaps liked was if Everton somehow beat City and that could have meant Spurs lost, And but Everton still got that Conference League place and et cetera, et cetera. But that was never really going to happen. Um, so no, I'm, I'm pretty content with what happened and I'm pretty sure that there is going to be a St. Tottering Day next season. So uh, we'll, we'll make sure to have that next year. Yeah, as am I. I mean, Kane, I have a feeling... Kane is definitely going to leave this summer because um, I've never seen him flirt this hard with the with the idea of dipping out. Um, mm. So that's basically like seventy percent of Tottenham's team, if we're being honest. Um, so uh, yeah, I think. We'll- I mean, there's no way a player of his quality is playing in that competition. No, no. I mean, I, I pains I mean- me to say, but true. Mm. And according to Sky or a lot of sources, Roberto Martinez is their top choice. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably the best international manager at the moment. That's not yeah, saying much. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, not for long, though. Not with uh, Hansi Flick coming around, you know? Yeah. True. So, and, and also, uh, Luis Enrique, Spain, mm-hmm. he's a pretty yeah, good coach. coach yeah. well. But, uh, but uh, to answer your question, Alfie, I'm pretty content as well. I mean, mm. I, of course, I would love to finish a bit, uh, um, above Tottenham, but... I really don't want to be in that damn conference league, whatever the hell that is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, mm. I'm pretty okay with everything with the way that it went. If we finished above Tottenham, we're going to be in the conference league next season. I might honestly be a little more upset in a way <coughs> because I'd be happy for like 30 seconds that we finished above Tottenham, but then I'd be like, oh come on, you know, we have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this video on Twitter. It's like a little you know, grassroots stadium and there's like a, a train, the train going around. Yeah. <laughs> where... And there's the one next to the airport as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Tottenham and... In fact, then can we... I just shout out a, a thing my dad sent me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. He, he just sent me a, a tweet. Valmera of Latvia, Maribor of Slovenia and Honker of Finland are some of the clubs Tottenham could face in this year's Europa Conference League. If you haven't heard of if you haven't heard of them before, they're a small team that play in North London. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you know you know Harry Kane will actually stay because he's that kind of guy. He's got that ego where he wants to score like ten goals a game, so he's just gonna stick around just to stat pad like crazy mm. and be like the Conference League face. You know, we're gonna start calling him Harry Conference League instead of Harry Kane. So, you heard it here. <laughs> he is a yeah. He's a ridiculous player, though. Like he won, he got top assists and top goals in the league. Like that is unreal. Um, he's only the second player ever to do that, or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so, okay. Okay. I'm ready to. I'm, when, I'm ready to draw part one. Well, I don't want to talk about Tottenham players. That means the shit's going downhill fast. <laughs> well, well, all I'm saying. Say, is that when City inevitably sign him, it's game over. Then I will respect him. And I will respect him when he runs towards the Tottenham supporters with an index finger <laughs> over his lips. <laughs> Adi your yes. vibes. Yeah. Just not to us, so I can laugh. Exactly. Um, on my position on that, uh, I would say in the short term, it was quite annoying. 
I was like, because throughout the game, when we sort of looked like it was going our way, I was sort of, I was really feeling the vibes. So everyone was starting to chant, it's happened again, a bit prematurely. I tried yeah. to refrain, but I just couldn't in that atmosphere. Um, it, yeah, it, I was sort of convincing myself, you know, you know, when something's going to happen, like, I don't know, yeah. a signing that you weren't like initially fond of, but then you're sort of like watching YouTube clips. You're like, oh yeah, I can get behind this. Oh, I can, I can envisage this. You know what I mean? I was sort of thinking, oh yeah, Super League, Conference League, it'd be not very nice to see us absolutely thrash teams week in, week out, you know, like fucking Maribor and shit. Yeah. Um, and when when it didn't happen, I was pretty pissed off. I was like, "Oh, for fuck's mm. sake!" I was I was like preparing myself for these celebrations outside the Emirates if it's happened again. Um, and so yeah, in the short term, and sort of as a record that we finished behind Spurs for five years in a row, and this season mm. will be like, "Oh, we finished behind Spurs." I'm a bit annoyed because I was like excited for that. A bit of a consolation to a terrible season. But I think in the long run, it will be a blessing in disguise um, not being in that competition, not having the distraction, being able to cut our squad completely and just have a more uh, refined squad um, and just being able to concentrate on the Premier League next season and looking at what Liverpool did when they had the exact same thing, finished eighth, had no Europe and then finished top four the next season. So yeah, I I think overall, short-term pain, but for the long-term game. I was hoping you were going to say game. That was like my... My yeah. inner rapper, you know, because obviously I've had such a, a hard upbringing, you know, coming up through the suburban town that I've come up through, you know, living next to a golf course. Yeah. Um, I Well, <laughs> you know, you know, Alfie these days, the physical specimen that he is. That's a, that's a classic gym <laughs> lad phrase right there. So I wasn't but even going to say game. But I was like, because oh, it was too well. You had to finish the, the little rap. So I, I respect that. Yeah. Home slice. Um, and I think Alfie, I think you said it perfectly there, you know, with that slightly cringy yet accurate, um, rhyme of yours. Um, so I think that's probably a good way to, to leave part one, if I'm honest. Um, was there, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on, on the Brighton game just before we draw this, the first half to a close or, Yeah, me either. Me either. Not really. No. By the way, Rob, you're going to have to put some sort of jingle thing in this because we can't just go straight to part two. There's yeah. Some sort All right. break. Maybe do a monologue oh, yourself. That, I don't know. That would actually be kind of cool. I'll, I'll look forward to see what I don't know why we're yeah. discussing this on the, on the show, but. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do an ad. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Just, just, just advertise some random product, yeah. and then, then, then hit up the company and said, "I advertise this. Can you pay me?" Yeah, and then when they don't, we're lost. It's just like, just, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm gonna advertise Spotify and hit up good old oh. Dan Egg. Egg, <laughs> my brother. Good name, good name. Anyway, okay. There are people listening to this are like, what the heck is going on? Can you just get on with that? Okay, yes, we can. (laughs) Stay tuned for part two, and we're going to answer some questions. So that'll be pretty cool. See you more for some. See you later. What what does Andrew say? Uh, Say, Here, I'll tell you this, Alfie. Here, real quick. I want you to say it because you got a better memory than me. I want you to say it and give me your best um, impersonation of Andrew. (laughs) I can't do that. (laughs) See you in more uh, 
See you with your questions and more in part two straight after this. Hi guys, Rob here. Just a quick apology on behalf of Daniel, Alfie and I. Unfortunately, we won't be able to release a part two of this show. Um, Daniel's schedule is just absolutely crazy at the moment. He's just started a new internship and you know he's, he's trying to do all he can to impress the people he's working for and, and you've got to respect that. Um, so yeah, no part two. Uh, the plan is that we're going to answer the questions that you guys sent into Alfie on his Instagram in the next episode of the Extra Canon podcast. So that will be featuring Mac and myself and then hopefully either one of Alfie or Daniel or, or maybe even both. Um, it will just be a later date, possibly end of this week, early next week. Um, anyway, thank you guys for your ongoing support and apologies again. Can't get enough